Mike Staley Podcast. FF episode 1508, 1508. I'm Mike Matthews here on Friday. It's great. Podcastro Valley is where we are, the last place on earth and cafe anyway. And I would like to thank you for listening to the show because otherwise I'm doing it and just talking into a microphone in an empty room in an empty building. I'm sorry, a cafe anyway. <clears throat> anyway. 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 Mike's Daily Podcast. And there's a guy who wants to buy my house in Alabama. Mike's Daily Podcast. Yes, you may not know that I own property in Alabama. It's awesome because people there, they all look like Blossom. Wait, that's not really true, but they're nice. The ones I met. And here's something that I'd like to forget. And that is someone keeps trying to want to buy my house. Mike's Daily Podcast. And he sends me these really crappy postcards. And it says, Mike's My name is Daily blank Podcast. I'm not going to say his name on my podcast. Yeah. I would like to buy your house at blank. I'm not going to give you the address of my house in Alabama. Even though I'd love you to show up and say hi to my tenants. If you would like a quick no-hassle sale at a fair price, please text or call me direct so we can talk. God bless, comma, and then the initials of his first name. Last name. Of his name. and So the point being, look who walked in. Oh my God, he's a jolly, two-heart, good job supervisor. This guy wants to buy our house. Yeah. Well, he's been doing this, sending me these for years now. And fair price is probably like a dollar. That's not a... You know, I own property in Alabama, yet I can't vote for this Roy Moore election. Because I am not registered. Because when I came to California, I registered here. And I didn't want to be one of these... I guess I could have kept my registration in Alabama somehow. Who knows, maybe I am registered in Alabama. But it's too late now. The absentee votes last day to sign up for that was yesterday. Look who walked in. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floor Man. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Yes, this will be an interesting election next Tuesday. <laughs> yes, with Roy Moore up against uh, Doug Jones, I think. I forgot. And here's today's podcast picture. Because it's early. I haven't had my coffee yet. Actually, I have had my coffee. I had I had iced coffee today. Oh, delicious iced coffee. You know what's cool about iced coffee is because it's it's got this it's got the flavor. He forgot his latte. I had an eggnog latte yesterday. It was so good. I got it at Whole Foods. Why am I talking like this? It, uh, Are you out of your mind? Yes. Because it was, it, coffee is good for you now. We're in that good for you time. It used to be bad for you, and now it's good again. You've got to be kidding it me. It bounces back and forth. It's crazy. So drink your coffee today and become a bull. Strong like bull. I have nothing else. So this means I have to. Oh, wait. No, I have something because Bob. Uh, Bob, I ran into Bob yesterday as I was walking 
Basil the Boxer. And the podcast picture is not... Well, actually, it was at a time when I was walking Basil the Boxer. But this was actually a couple years ago in Alameda on Thompson Avenue. They have all these... The podcast pictures, a picture of one of those houses that are all decorated up nice on Thompson Avenue. It's like a candy cane lane. And they did such a good job with this candy cane lane. I thought, I'll take a picture of it and show it to you. But other than that, I got nothing else to talk about. Hmm. Mike, can you give me a suggestion of what I should talk about? Mike. Yes. You have got to talk about this on your next show. All right. You've got to talk about Garrison Keeler. Oh, we did that. You've got to talk about that girl on Facebook who's the yeah, yeah. girlfriend yeah, the yeah. you interviewed one time. We did that. She was talking about herself on Facebook. Last show. That seemed really hilarious. We did that last she show. She seemed really conceited. And, yeah. Mike, mm-hmm. you've got to talk about how boring your shows have been lately. They have. And how it took you 20 years to find a freaking podcast picture on your podcast yesterday. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna go by How do you stop this thing? That is great. Thank you for the suggestions, you son of a... I love that man. Who is he? Well, yeah, they've been a little boring, but... There's got to be more topics that I have. Maybe Mike... This Mike will tell me. Now Mike, you got to talk about that nice comment that Matt Jason said about you on oh! too. Don't forget that either. Okay, oh. no, I found the stop button. Oh my gosh, that's right. The Facebook thing. Oh, Matt Jason is the nicest kid. I when this was like over 10 years ago. By the way, that song, Cause I'm a lucky man with fire in my hand. The Verve, John Ashfield, Ashbrook, Ashfield, Ashwood, something like that. He, John Ash, something. He. That song came out 20 years ago, along with It's a bittersweet symphony that's life. Uh, I think he did a better job, but you know, he got sued because he was using the music from a song by Rolling Stones for that one. And I guess he didn't get the proper clearance and therefore he got sued. Uh, stop by my local Cost Plus World Market and it's gone. No! Are Cost Plus World Markets closing up? No! I loved Cost Plus. I've got several pieces of furniture. Oh. No. Yeah, because when I lived in Alabama, all the furniture they had was that traditional southern stuff and and I was moving into my first house because houses are cheap there and I still own it as you know but the it was just there was nothing and my wife at the time was like we we can't find an Ikea there's no Ikea you have to go all the way to Georgia to get it to go to an Ikea so we stopped in a cost plus in Birmingham and we didn't expect to do this but we found all these pieces of furniture that we liked and of course they always have sales and we bought all this stuff and it literally just fit in the car. And I have a hatchback SUV. It just, we crammed that poor car up to the gills, as it were. And then, then this happened. We couldn't get back to Huntsville because the, no, I just wanted to 
frivolously use that sound effect. Yeah, now we got home and then my wonderful wife at the time was able to put it all together. She was the assembling par excellence. Bar none, the best assembler of all time. Assemblage. She could assemble anything. She loved Ikea because you could assemble stuff. I mean, I'd be like, do you want me to help you? No, no, get out of here. And sure enough, I'd come back in an hour. It was all put together. She could make extra cash with that. It was amazing. Wow. And what I do when I get furniture that I have to assemble, I just throw it in the garbage. There's not a person in this room who hasn't done that. So thank you, Mike, for those suggestions for that. Wait, what was the one? This one? Oh, the Matt Jason one. How about this one? What What was I going to talk about? Mike, here? Yeah. you have got to talk about this on your next show. Okay. You've got to talk about Garrison Keillor. I did that already. Oh, I have one more thing. Don't forget to In talk about. In a mile, turn right oh, onto the I-880 North Who the hell was that? <laughs> Don't forget to talk about that mall thing you went to on Monday during National Cookie Day. That story, that's great too. Okay, bye. Okay, thank you, Mike, from the past. Oh, and Matt Jason said uh, to me, Mike, Ventura County isn't the same without you, but hey, at least we have you in the same coast. Thank you, Matt Jason. So Matt Jason was an intern when I worked at Kehei, and we did this thing called the Homework Helpline. <laughs> so kids would call us up, and if they had a question about their homework, and, you know, we thought, hey, we're adults. We'll be able to answer these questions. No, they were so difficult, these questions. We couldn't help a single darn kid, so they stopped calling. But Matt Jason interned at the beginning there. He is an excellent drummer. He got out of radio because Cumulus just did such a crappy, and they're still doing a horrible job. In fact, the reason why I talked to him on Facebook is we were commenting on, on, under Scott Alexander, who I used to work with, who posted the following. Ooh, we should play this ridiculous random post sweeper I made five years ago. Ridiculous random post. Oh boy. A little intro there for you. Okay. He wrote, amazing. As a broadcaster and professor of broadcasting. Yes, he's a professor of broadcasting now, Scott Alexander. Way to go, uh, Scott. All right, all right, all right. That is awesome. Okay, here is uh, that. I am very disappointed by the lack of reporting on the Thomas fire, the horrible fire. My friend Mike texted me these horrific images. He was driving. He has to drive from Ventura up to Santa Barbara every day. And it just makes me laugh when the national news talks about this fire. They go, there's a fire north of Los Angeles. And I heard Guy Rizdahl, that idiot from Marketplace yesterday. My friend Jocelyn loves Guy Rizdahl. And he is a funny guy. He was on the show Portlandia. And he did a great job on that. Did a comedic stab at how NPR shows are. And the uh, driveway stories. You're, you're listening to NPR and they're telling a story. And you're in your driveway. You've just pulled up to your driveway. And you won't get out of your car because you got to listen to the end of the story. And those, those are the things NPR wants. So Guy Rizdahl is telling this story. And in the process of people, this uh, spaghetti monster stays in the, the driveway of this house. And 
they're able to get the capture the spaghetti monster. And that's how Portlandia is, ladies and gentlemen. The strangest friggin' show in the world. Stranger than this show, which is quite an achievement. So Scott Alexander, Professor Scott Alexander, said, uh, power has been out, no cell service. Oh, Mike is texting me pictures of the, as he's driving up to Santa Barbara, fire on the side of the road. Fire right there on the Rincon, as they call it. The one, the, the one I guess it's also the 101, as it goes along the coast between Ventura and Carpinteria. Carpinteria is just south of Santa Barbara. So there you go. You're, there's this beautiful stretch of, of water along this highway. Ronald Reagan spoke about it in the debate with Walter Mondale. Was that 84? And 83, something in that time period. And yeah, it's beautiful. I used to drive it all the time when I went to UCSB. I loved that stretch. Well, fire on the side of the road. And Mike sent me these texts of with these pictures. Just horrific. That area too, that stretch also was catastrophic, cataclysmic during the, uh, was it, what is that? Is it La Conchita? I forget the name of that town right there that's wedged between a mountain and the water and there was so much in the ocean so much rain one year i want to say this was 2000 uh that that the whole hillside came down and just covered these houses and instantly killed families there was the walt family that was instantly killed it was all in the news it was horrific so this stretch of highway has seen even though it has amazing beauty it has seen some amazing disaster as well and uh, from nature. So, and my car once broke down along that stretch coming down from uh, Santa Barbara from UCSB. I've been working hard, studying, going to my classes and I'm driving home and my car just conked out right there. I think it was La Conchita, but power has been out. No cell service, no radio reports while the fire has been breaking across the mountainside. When they did come on the air, they commented on the obvious bad air quality. No blank, Sherlock. And drove listeners to their websites or Facebook pages. Do your job as broadcasters and report on the situation as you have no social media or interactive support to refer to. Now they're back to syndicated shows on or no sensing the severity of this crisis. No local news. On possibly one of the worst fire tragedies in the Ventura County history. I don't think there should be an FCC. Oh, I think there should be an FCC investigation on how our radio stations do not serve this community. Disgraceful and dangerous. And so there's like how many people? 31 comments about that. And that one stuck out. Well, Matt, I had to jump in there and say, yeah, we that's happening all across the U.S., I'm not going to talk about Al Franken. Uh, oh, and now especially too, because I don't know if you know this or not, but a company that owns a radio station, they no longer have to have the headquarters, the main broadcasting uh, facilities, the offices don't have to be in the city where it's supposed to be broadcasting out of. So you could have a radio station here in the Bay Area, let's say here in Podcastro Valley, and the broadcaster is out of uh, uh, Alaska, Juneau, Alaska. 
Oh, by the way, oh gosh, we hope the they get a hold of these Ventura fires. Apparently, it's still going on. Is there someone here? There's someone here. I think Mike's here. Yeah, he did. He walked right in. At cafe anyway. And just shut the door. Pope Francis wants to change the line of our father. He wants to make a change to the Lord's Prayer, widely known among the faithful as our father. Specifically, he said in an interview yesterday, he would prefer to adjust the phrase, let us not into temptation, lead us not into, into temptation, saying that it too strongly suggested that God leads people to sin. Ah. That is not a good translation, the Pope said. The phrase, do not let us fall into temptation, which the Catholic Church in France has previously decided to use, would be more appropriate, uh, be a more appropriate alternative, he said. He added that the phrase used by the French or similar wording should then be implemented around the globe. The prayer originated from Jesus's language of Aramaic. Aramaic. It was then translated to ancient Greek and later to Latin. The Pope earlier this week weighed in on President Trump's announcement that the U.S. recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and would aim to move its embassy there from Tel Aviv. Francis said he was profoundly concerned and appealed that everyone respects the status quo of the city. So that... Ah, well, cause I'm a lucky man. Fire the nation's first all LGBT city council was inducted in California, sworn in. The history making council's newest members, Lisa Middleton. The first transgender person elected to a non-judicial office in California and Christy Holstage, an attorney who identifies as bisexual, were sworn in during a meeting on Wednesday night at the Palm Springs City Council. Sonny Bono was from there. Wasn't he the mayor there? Uh, Roy Moore apparently said that, and by the way, that election is coming up. Oh my gosh. I've been listening to WLRN, the PBS station I used to listen to when I was living in Alabama. And they were talking about how the elections are coming up. Uh, they're expecting a huge turnout. And it was, uh, and I guess yesterday was the last day for absentee ballots. Roy Moore, the Alabama Senate candidate, said, apparently believes America was a better place when slavery was still legal. An audience member asked Moore for his opinion on when the last time America was great, and he responded, I think it was great at the time when families were united. Even though we had slavery, they cared for one another. Our families were strong. Our country had direction. Yeah, we also had malaria and uh, other things causing us to die. The, the, The common cold would kill us. In stating this, Moore seemingly implied he'd be able to overlook the enslavement of other human beings as long as families are united, according to Newsweek. It's all about the family. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. I have not hit on any tech news lately. What's happening in the world of tech? 
Russia wants to build a parallel internet in 2018. What? The... <laughs> so... The, it's a, uh, the DNS is used around the world, but Russia wants to build an alternative. DNS is the domain name system. Like MikeStaleyPodcast.com, where you can go and help us out through the PayPal. And don't forget, we also have the... Yes, if you'd like to win this contest to get a special MP3 from all the Cafe Anyway characters during Christmas time. Wishing you a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, etc. You can email me MikeStaleyPodcast at gmail.com or call me 336-MM-DAILY. That's 336-MM-DAILY. But yes, that .com or now they've got all the .fms, .what's .dot. Do they have .blog yet? I think they've got, uh, I think they got .radio. So, or dot org um, the, it's the directory every website has an easily readable host and domain name that the DNS converts into a unique numerical internet awesome it's cold in Alabama now it's in the 20s so you know it's the thing that helps you look at websites well Russia wants to build their own build an alternative they say it's a matter of national security, but having an independent internet could also increase Russia's censorship, surveillance, and cyber warfare capabilities. And finally, as I have to scroll all the way back down here, that is very inefficient for my show. YouTube reportedly plans to take on Spotify with a streaming music service next year. They, uh, I noticed there's like a link through my Microsoft Windows player, whatever they call that now, Groove, that wants me to get onto Spotify. So that's Microsoft. There's Apple with their Apple Music. Um, and now YouTube wants to do their own thing. I know they keep trying to get me to use YouTube TV, but in order to use it, I got, I got to give them my credit card and I say no. They already have their music app, YouTube, as well as a paid subscription service called YouTube Red. Google already has a streaming service and a music store. That's weird, isn't it? It's the same company. Google, they got both of these. Great googly moogly. YouTube, Red, and the uh, streaming service on Google Play, which people are really confused about, but that's where you can listen to this podcast is Google Play. Uh, so now they want to do a YouTube-owned streaming. What? What is it going to be called? They don't name it here. Huh. And YouTube is counting, is courting artists to help promote Remix. That's that thing, Remix. Uh, oh, okay. The one major advantage YouTube could have over its rivals is, is a huge catalog of video content to complement the music library. It's internally referred to as Remix, is slated to feature video clips alongside tracks, and YouTube is said to be courting artists to help with that when it's closer to launch. This according to the next web. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your Friday. I gotta go because Mike, the guy I work with, keeps walking in and out of cafe anyway. Go! And it, it's distracting. Anyway. Have a great Friday. Hey, if you want to get together, you can give me a call. 336-MM-DAILY. I'm going to plan another Mike excursion for you. So we should get together. 
you know, and doing my excursion somewhere fascinating in the Bay, in Podcaster Valley. I can show you around. I can show you the new Christmas tree that they've just lit. And I've got to go check that out. Merry Christmas! It's so nice. Merry Christmas! The new Christmas tree. So yeah, we'll get a my excursion going and have a great day. We'll hopefully get a super secret Sunday show for you coming up next time. Mike's TV podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.